0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You better watch
0: out, you
2: better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why.
0: Basket boys are coming to town, basket boys are coming to town, basketballs I come in to town Scott's making the list grants checking it twice they're gonna find out who's naughty and nice basketball boys are coming to town basketball boys are coming to town basketball boys are coming to town Ooh, Bosco's Boys Ho, 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 boys
2: It's a Christmas morning Not yet, not today Maybe it is for you, if you're listening to it Welcome to the Bosco's Boys
1: podcast We wish you a Merry Christmas (laughs)
2: Let's talk about my bookie real quick before we jump into our final season. Ender season finale. Final episode. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, yeah. Final episode Five of the year. Of the year.
1: Yep. My Bookie guys. <clears throat> Excuse me, head over to my bookie. Think about all those bowl games. You could Think. be winning a ton of money on bowl games. It's true. And
2: you could be getting a fifty percent free deposit. What code bonus. would I use for that? Capital B. O. Y. S. Two. Five. Guys, just do it.
1: Think Nike. Just do it.
2: All right, guys. Welcome back yeah. to the Bosco's Boys podcast. It's a hungover morning for me. Um Scott is smart, and he left early like an adult. Probably got a nice, comfortable eight hours of sleep. Six,
1: but, I mean, that's a lot for me. I don't sleep a lot.
2: <laughs> guys... K State Hoops tops Vanderbilt last night 69 58. Nice.
1: It was a super nice game. <laughs> I'm so hungover. I'm stupid right I, now. That's fine. I, l- let me just kind of lead the show. Lead the you way. Just kind of come <laughs> along on the ride. 69 58. Uh, I think Vanderbilt's previous low before that was sixty five or no 75 points, if I'm looking at this right. That's insane. We held them. No, it's 65. Still, that is insane that we led, held them to seven points less than their previous low scoring. Another defensive, just super class game. Mack Maywean loves playing in the Sprint Center. He led the team at 15 points scoring. Sneed got you seven. Brown got you 12. Cam Stokes got you 12. Cardi got you 10. Trice had seven, and McGurl had six. That's what – this is the type of game that – we're going to have to play if we're going to, you know, make a run in the tournament again, win some big 12 games. This is exactly what the doctor ordered up. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. You know, good turnout in the Sprint Center. I think – let me see if I can find the actual number. I think he ended up getting – you know, over 15,000 folks in there. It was a pretty good crowd. Got pretty loud at times. It was fun. Um, just with the game, we'll talk about pregame festivities a little bit after this, but just any real call-outs from the game?
2: Um, I I don't know, man. I had a great time game-wise. It looked offensively like what I've been dying to see. Um, we spread the ball around fairly well. I saw us, you know – actually cut inside from the very beginning it looked like our you know offensively we actually had a purpose <clears throat> from the get-go also it helped that you know started us off with a three-pointer that was like just a, a good omen for the night um how did we shoot th- from three last uh, night
1: 29 so still not great. still pretty
2: terrible but for some reason it seems like we shot better yesterday but maybe not and i'd be interested to see uh yeah. i'm gonna try to look this up during the show but i'd be interested Interested to see how many times we've held people to like their season low and how many more times we're we going to do that this year because our defense is just incredible.
1: Probably quite often. But, yeah, the defense was just suffocating. <clears throat> uh, you had massive performances from guys all across. I mean, that's, a, that's exactly what this team has to do scoring-wise. Yes, Barry Brown has the abilities, capabilities to score more, but you have four dudes in double figures and three more guys with six or more. That's exactly what this team needs to do, 69-58. That's the prototypical K-State game for this year, and I'm going to have a lot of fun if that's what it looks like.
2: I had a lot of fun yesterday. Maybe yeah, let's, let's, too let's, much fun. Let's
1: talk pre-game uh, festivities. <coughs> we saddled up at Johnny's Tavern Um You know, quite a few guys and gals rolled through. We had a lot of fun. We had Towers of Beer. Your entire family was there. My dad stopped by. Quite a few boneheads. Um, And then, not even kidding, Gene Taylor showed up, came over and chatted with us for, you know, two or three minutes, and your dad got super excited. Yeah, he did.
2: He was, like, (laughs) saying some weird things. I don't know. Well, that's okay, you know, he was excited to meet Gene, and it was great. I was excited to see him, and it's funny because, like, I sent out this stupid tweet from the account, oh. like, saying that a bunch of people came through, and, like, a bunch of people after Gene, like, because <clears throat> I think Gene was the first person that I listed in that, so after people actually saw Gene come through in person, they were like, is this, is this real? Like, way too many people didn't read the whole tweet, but it was great. Gene, thanks for coming by. We know you're listening.
1: Um, We
2: love you. Merry Christmas, Gene.
1: Um, So, yeah, a lot of fun pregame. We met up for – I had a couple beers postgame. You had a lot more than me. Um, Just meeting up and talking to all the boneheads – uh, a handful of folks I was sitting down on the floor a handful of folks came by and said hey are you Scott Wildcat from the Bosco's boys and I know you had one or two folks come up to you and say that and a uh, friend of the show Tom Gilbert came by and talked with me and my dad for a little bit as well so it was all in all just a red carpet experience for both of us I think yes
2: it was it was honestly great and uh, when I was sitting in the game um I was just had made a few comments and a guy who's sitting in front of me turns around, and he's like, are you Grant? I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, oh, I listen to the show. Shout out to Asher. He's actually a Washington real guy. So.
1: Yeah, Asher's a good dude, good guy.
2: It was fun. I had a great time. I wish we could have more games in the Sprint Center, but all in all, I had a great night.
1: Yeah, uh, before we get into the Q&As, let's just talk football coaching staff real quick. Since we last talked, both Blake Siler and Colin Con were announced as being retained, both of them taking a title demotion Uh, Blake Seiler's back to coaching offensive – or defensive line, and Colin Klein is just the quarterback's coach. Um, What were your thoughts when you heard about those two guys staying on, and were you surprised by them taking a uh, title demotion?
2: I'm excited. I really like both of those coaches. I think they have a super bright future and a high ceiling. Um, Slightly surprised, but in a way, no. It's like – I mean – Yes, they're still at K-State. Yes, they took a title demotion, but it's a completely new job. So if you look at it that way, like, they have essentially left the program in a way because it's a completely new program at this point. So it's not crazy for them to take a demotion. You know, they believe in K-State, so I'm happy that they stuck around. Obviously, they, they want to be a part of the program, which is, is great. It's great to have good young football guys <coughs>
1: that believe in K-State. So I think it's a good move. Yep, and then four other staff announcements were made. There's a lot of rumors. we am not going to dive into the rumors because this is predominantly a Q&A podcast, but Courtney Messingham is coming over. He's going to be the offensive quarter or coordinator. Joe Klanderman, he's going to be coaching the safeties. Connor Riley, offensive line coach, he's been said by a lot of folks to be a rising star in the coaching game so I'm pumped about him and then Kansas City guy Jason Ray from uh, he'll be coaching the wide receivers he's from the KC Mo Metro so four dudes coming over Um a little <clears throat> underwhelmed with Messingham but you know it is what it is
2: yeah I mean I don't really have much to add on that we'll see how the staff officially comes together and I don't know I think there are some good guys in there
1: yeah I mean I hope so <laughs> I hope so, but uh, you know the reason for the season. It is time to jump into the Q and A episodes. I think this is a great er, game or you know activity to end the year on. So let me pull up. It has to remember always have to use the hashtag, otherwise I'm just never going to read them. So let me scroll through here. All right, it is time. We are going to get going. With some of the uh, older ones, some that went in, came in before the call for questions, but these are all pretty good. Um, So, from Mike Stanton14, he goes, What's more small time hiring an FCS coach who happens to be the most successful one by far? or compulsively worrying about everyone else thinking that you're small-time? That's that's great. That was a great question. Part two, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's the the fact that everyone's so hung up, and again, you know, I made my whole rant about how K-State isn't small-time and don't accept people thinking you're small-time, so I kind of fall into the trap a little bit because I perpetuate the narrative, but it's definitely super-small-time just – thinking so little of yourself worrying what other folks think, especially since the national folks love the hire. So.
2: Yeah. I think um, we're all going to end up being happy about it.
1: Yes, I, I do too. Imolorado, uh, mm-hmm. he goes, okay, so you have the year of Coach Climbing, which we probably do, and he asks you to design an alternate uniform for the Nickel State game. What does your alternate look like? Jeez.
2: That's game one, obviously, That's right? It's
1: game one, and it's at home, and – Uh, College football is a lot uh, more stringent about wearing white at home because I think we both would have gone all white as our number one alternate, but I don't think we would be able to pull that off at home.
2: Um, Game one, I'd say if it's possible, we bust out the all purples for, for the first time since the RP era. We get purple pants, we get a purple helmet, same style. Just like, so,
1: same style, everything. Don't
2: have to mix up the design too much, um, but we, we just start us off. Start us off with a nice little purple color rush to start the climbing era. Just smash nickel State into the ground.
1: I like it. Um, I am going to be a little okay. different. I'm going to say uh, white pa- exact same jerseys we always do, white pants, uh, exact same design, so silver design, and then a matte white helmet with the same stripes, so everything's looking similar, but on the helmet it is a purple state of Kansas with a white power cat on the inside. Ooh, I like that. So uh, you know, let everyone know this is our state and it always will be. Um Mike Murray K S, definitely a friend of the pod. Uh, he goes. Should Bill Snyder's unlikely third stint at K State be referred to as Snyder 3.0, <laughs> Snyder with Vengeance, or Snyder Tokyo Drift? Um, what was the first one?
2: Snyder. Just three Snyder th- 3.0. I like the Die Hard um, Snyder with a Vengeance. If I have to choose from those, I would I would prefer that one.
1: I would say Snyder Re- Revenge of the Seth.
2: Okay, I could see that. <laughs> he could play. He would play a Sith. He would be a well. great Sith Lord.
1: Um, Johnny underscore Appleseed. He has a couple uh, here, uh, Aunt Jemima or Mrs. Buttersworth. I'm Mrs. Buttersworth. I'm also
2: Mrs. Buttersworth for not even sure. Not
1: close. I'm not a big Aunt Jemima fan. Uh,
2: me either. Me either. I don't uh, really have much of a, like a syrup preference though. That, that long, is true. As long as it's not uh like the light because that tastes like complete shit. Like, no matter what it is. You can buy, like, any syrup, and it's going to be good as long as it's not light syrup. I don't
1: actually eat a lot of stuff that I put syrup on. Like, I don't really like pancakes. Waffles are okay, but I never buy them. Definitely.
2: I actually used to make
1: waffles, like, all the damn time. I have a sweet waffle maker, but just too much work. It is a lot of work. Um, Johnny Appleseed also asked, here's a European football question. Who are your picks this year for Champions League and the Prem? He thinks it's going to be City winning Champions League, but Liverpool winning uh, the Premiership. Um, Champions League, I'm going to say Barcelona gets it back, stays in Spain for the, what, fourth straight year? Yeah. Fourth straight year, so I'm saying Barcelona. And I think City wins the Champions League because Liverpool are going to slip. They always You slip. mean
2: the Premier League? Um, what I say? Champions League. Sorry, yes.
1: Um, so I got Barcelona. I don't think City's,
2: City's. I don't think City's gonna win the Champions League. Pep can't do it without Messi. I just don't think he can. Which is, I don't know. Um, yes. it's hard. It's hard to decide right now. I don't want to say that Liverpool m- may win the league. No, it's setting up nicely for them for a collapse. Yes, which is perfect. Um, there's like what 20 games left. I mean, there, we're not even Not even eight. halfway. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to repeat though. Very very hard to repeat.
1: Uh, it won't be Liverpool and won't be Chelsea. We it won't be will right. it won't be Tottenham. I'll put, won't be United. I'll
2: put our good juju and energy on City. I'll say City's going to do it.
1: I agree. Um Epley also asked what was the ceiling for climbing season 1 before Barnes decided to go to the NFL, and afterwards, I think the absolute ceiling, like everything goes right with Barnes coming back was eight wins. I think even with him going to the NFL, eight wins still. I mean, you, have, you still have Skylar coming back. Um, it's going to be tough regardless, but I, I think eight wins is the ceiling if every single thing goes right. I think it's going to be rough. but I think it's going to be rough too, that.
2: but it's not going to be, you know, C- can't be feel much worse than this year did. Um, no, it won't. Um, ceiling, I'm saying like seven, seven wins first year. I, I think it's going to be tough though. I think we're going to look at probably five and seven, four and eight next year. But yeah. I'm okay with it honestly. Yeah, I, I don't I know though. Too. I think we're going to really battle pretty much in every game bar probably Oklahoma. I mean, we're going to battle teams for sure. That
1: Oklahoma game probably nope. won't be fun. Nope, we're going
2: to take another L in Manhattan for like the
1: fiftieth year in a row. Yes, that is (laughs) factually correct. Um, So Clayton M underscore 87 asks, K-State fans have become so accustomed to the recruiting ways of the old staff. With Coach Clyde getting more help on the recruiting department, should we start to expect a top 30 or 35 class every year? Um, Expect might be – that's the word I'm getting hung up on on expect. I think you can hope for a top 30 to 35 class Um, because fact of the matter is there's no reason a power five university in college football shouldn't hope for a class in the top 30 to 35. Um, You know, you you should be able to out recruit, you know, some of your peer institutions and places like Duke way for, I mean, Top 30 to 35 is what you should be hoping for. Expect, let's see it happen a couple times before you pencil it in at 35 every
2: year. Yeah, um, I would say to expect that would be a little steep expectations wise but we're definitely going to see some improvement. I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to see what we do recruiting, honestly. I'm not expecting us to just start knocking it out of the park, but like legitimately we are just – finally on a level playing field, which is nice to see. So we'll see. You and I both don't believe that you can't recruit to Manhattan. That's like a bullshit narrative that's been pushed for so long. We just haven't tried to recruit, so I'm excited.
1: Now that Taylor Bratt's off the leash. Let the big dog eat. I love him. C underscore NRAD asks, Are fans spending too much money on win-the-dang-day swag when they should be buying Chris Cly the football guy apparel instead?
2: Uh no, yeah I, <laughs> I don't um, like the Chris Clyde the football I don't guy. Like that either. Um,
1: Mainly because I think Bill Nye's a creep. Yeah, right uh,
2: me. I mean I used to like Bill Nye, and then like I watched his show a little bit on Netflix, and it just was like made me cringe so hard. I hated it so much. So no,
1: get out of here, Bill Nye. C underscore Enred also asked, which one of you two is adopting a black lab and naming it Bosco first. I mean I think it would be me if I ever get to a point where I, A, can consistently keep my apartment and or future place of living clean enough to have a dog and it wouldn't, like, be chewing and choking on stuff constantly. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you're – I mean, you have a dog. Newman's a very good boy. I don't know if you're going to be bringing a second dog into the house anytime soon.
2: Um, So I probably will be, actually, oh. but it won't be in this house. So oh, okay. when I move, I'm probably going to get a second dog because I think it's better. To have two dogs for for the dogs' sake, so but I don't think, man, I love the idea of actually like that's my go to dog as a black lab if I can choose it. Shit, I better but I better get one quick. Then. I think I'm looking for maybe getting a girl dog, so I wouldn't name it Bosco, and I I don't know, we'll see. But it's you know probably not. I think that that's a little more your lane. You deserve it. You get first first right to refusal. So.
1: Well, I need to I need to get into a place with uh, You know I Backyard. almost named him
2: Bosco like that was on the short list so Well
1: Newman's a good I don't even know where Newman went but uh, stay he's tuned. In
2: getting into trouble
1: I think. Hopefully 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 we'll have some more dogs on the team very soon. Um HH4KSU this is Hellhammer. Uh wow, first time question asker. How many excuses will be made for Bruce when this team keeps underperforming, the weight injury can only be used so many times. I don't think this team I mean, again, it it comes back to what you think is underperforming. I'm still bullish on this team. I still um, like this team. I, um, I don't and I don't think he's gonna use Dean Wade. I mean, literally the only reason we've lost the two games, keep in mind, again, two games. Is Marquette went off and they're like turning into a top fifteen team and whatever that was on the road, and then the worst offensive performance in school history versus Tulsa. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't really like. It. I think I mean that's look, kind Bruce of a stupid question. has,
2: like, yeah, he kind of has a, a track record of having making silly excuses, but uh, and you know, hey, preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year went out. That's gonna affect our team like negatively. I mean, anyone can see that, um, but I think we'll be all right. I don't, I don't expect too many. Uh,
1: Bruce punts, Kansas. yeah, from Bruce. You know, uh, <coughs> Clayton M eighty seven asks, "How realistic is it to think that the Cats will make a bowl game next season?" Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'd put it at like thirty five percent chance, forty yeah. percent chance. Six and six is not crazy. Um, not out of the realm of possibility for
2: sure, but it's going to be tough, you know, new coach, new league. He's going to definitely, I know he's a good coach, Chris Kleiman. Everybody knows that he's a great X's and O's guy, but he is still making like a a big jump into, you know, (laughs) the big 12, having to face big 12 offenses every week is going to be a, you know, a culture shock for him for sure, you know, but he's still got guys on the staff that are used to that stuff, so... I'm still expecting, you know, not I'm I'm expecting below 500, but if we get 6 and 6 next year, I would not be shocked.
1: I would not be shocked either. Clayton M also asked, "What's your favorite Christmas drink?" or the, "What's the best Christmas drink? What's your favorite Christmas tradition?" The best Christmas drink just straight up is bourbon neat. Yep. I kind of agree with you there. Um, you know what? I can't like you can do like maybe a hard cider maybe.
2: You know what's good, actually, is, uh...
1: God, what is it? For the life of me,
2: remember which one it is. I think it's... Uh, one of the ciders. Maybe it's a Red's Apple Ale, and then you put a little shot of uh, Fireball in it. It's damn good. But I, I don't ever do that. I, I just tried fireball. it. I had it once. Well, it doesn't taste like Fireball at all. Like, when it's mixed with the beer, because I hate Fireball. But, uh, I don't know.
1: What's your favorite Christmas tradition? I
2: don't know. <laughs> I don't think I have any real Christmas traditions. Um... At least nothing's, like, coming to mind right now.
1: A uh, couple of uh, my favorite ones is uh, Santa, quote-unquote, Santa always would leave kind of a obscure uh, T-shirt underneath the Christmas tree that used to be in the hall. We would call them hall trees or hall tees. hall tree tees, something like that. So, I mean, it's it's not going to be like a Nike shirt or something like that, but that's – how I've been gifted a lot of my bowl T-shirts over the past or like a, you know, a sporting uh, Kansas City shirt or like a Chiefs shirt, like a Chiefs division champ shirt, something like that. Um, And then we also always go to Potwin in Topeka, Kansas and listen to Christmas music and look at Christmas lights. Then there is uh, called Frosty and the Fun Street Gang. It's a very obscure, it started off as a cassette and now, I mean, it's even on Spotify. It's just Mm. like this... Uh, you know story of frosty visiting fun street and singing songs with kids and it's just not quality music it's not good at all but it's it's funny to listen back to so we have a lot of fun
2: um i don't know christmas i guess christmas morning we always have a very my mom makes a really good like breakfast brunch type meal and we all just basically get drunk on mimosas before we open presents. That's always a good tradition. And then, like, I feel like we go to a movie every year on Christmas Day, which is kind of a weird tradition, but I feel like a lot of people do that. Yeah,
1: a lot of folks do do that. That's a fun t- Eat Chinese food for dinner. That's always a, uh, that's we, a pretty common We always one. get a take-home, take-and-bake pizza from Papa Murphy's on Christmas Eve and keep it in the that's fridge. That's smart. That's smart. And then we cook it up on Christmas Day. So that's another fun tradition. Ouch. Um Powercat Ryan, he has a couple questions here. Uh, did the North Dakota State win followed by North Texas loss have any effect on what you thought about the climate or Latrell as coaches? Should fan bases overreact to these two games? Did not change how what I thought. And which, I, which games? So North Dakota State semifinal. Okay. And then North Texas getting pounded. Oh. The whole game. No, <laughs> no. It, it didn't change anything in my thoughts of those two versus each other. I still think deep down I would have preferred Latrell. Um, But it is what it is So it didn't change anything And I, yes, I do think fans overreact to those two games
2: For sure I mean, I thought it was fun to make fun of Latrell The second we didn't get him Because that's just funny to me yes. Push that yep, narrative yep, that yep. I never wanted him and he's trash It was kind of funny to see them get just destroyed But keep in mind their quarterback
1: wasn't playing He went down So that kind of changes things Um, yeah Paracat Ryan also asked, why hasn't S.L. Keck written a Beer of the Pod jingle yet? No idea. Um, uh, I would like one.
2: I don't want one because that means that I have to like cut it in every time when we talk about Beer of the Pod. And,
1: I don't think it's that hard. But you know, if he does it, I'll probably
2: enjoy it and use it.
1: <laughs> well, I'll take over cutting stuff in. Okay. <laughs> Can't have a little princess over there being too working too much. It's uh, all right. Paracat Ryan also asked, what are a few... Uh, Snyder traditions you'll miss. What most excites you about changes between the way Snyder ran the program and Climbing? Um, what am I going to miss about? Sn- I I'll be honest with you. There's I don't like the Snyder <laughs> music. I don't like the pregame. I don't like the sixteen goals. Is the family block a Snyder thing? Uh, I don't think that's going anywhere. I'm not going to really miss any Snyder traditions. And um, like. I Honestly, really right don't. there with you. I, um, I, I don't like any anything that you consider a Snyder tradition. It's not fun. What excites me about climbing, he, I mean, he's just bringing our program into the 21st century. Bill's hung up on the ways he did things in the early 90s. I just, dang.
2: Yeah, I'm not <sighs> going to miss much. Uh, I'm Yeah, I mean, we're basically both on the same page there. I'm excited to see what we're going to do. Just being in 2019, you know, it's going to be great.
1: I agree. Uh, Brett Morey asks, "What's your go-to Christmas meal look like?" And side question: Is turkey an acceptable acceptable entree outside of Thanksgiving? Um, our Christmas meal we do on Christmas Eve night, and it's the best meal of the year. We do tenderloin uh, with béarnaise sauce, uh, twice baked potatoes. Love some years, twice baked. Oh yeah, god. Some years we do green bean bundles. Some years we do asparagus. There's always mushrooms. Plenty of wine, it's the best meal of the year. Uh, and turkey, uh, I mean, I think that's fine. My mom will roast turkeys and turkey breasts when it's not Thanksgiving, so I think it's acceptable. Yeah,
2: it's fine. Um, our our what what is the question? I'm just kidding. Our bre- our, our Christmas meal is I, I said brunch, but it's, I guess it's more of a breakfast. Um, it's just a huge breakfast spread, and my mom always makes coffee cake too. That's always phenomenal um just a big breakfast spread we don't do anything for dinner because we all kind of like our most of our stuff's done before for like the afternoon and then we just kind of hang out and i guess it's chinese food for dinner
1: <laughs> it's the only thing that's open power ryan wants a can you go through next season's schedule and do a way too early we don't even know who's going to be on the staff yet win loss breakdown i'll do it super quick we go two and three in the non-con losing to mississippi state and then we're going to beat uh, KU. Uh,
2: we'll beat Baylor in Manhattan. We'll beat
1: Baylor in Manhattan, and then we'll beat Iowa State. So that gives us uh, five, and five wins, five and seven. That's where I'm currently sitting at. That's probably fair. Um, I'm trying to think of if,
2: if there's any tech, other. Tech,
1: possibly. Uh, yeah. I, if you're going to get to six wins, throw Tech in there. Maybe Tech instead of Iowa State. But don't I,
2: say I, that. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. It's it's
1: a new world. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I mean. So that's where I'm at, you know.
2: I think that's probably fair. Um, But even that's, I mean, that's going to be tough. We'll see. I've got very low expectations next year. I'm ready to just see incremental changes. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you there.
1: Bryce Garber or Garver, who came by the pregame uh, festivities, ask us to rank the position groups based on players that are coming back and players that are committed on the list so far, from most concerning to most exciting. Most concerning, uh, running backs. Yep. Uh, after that, defensive line.
2: Yep. Uh, <laughs> after that, maybe
1: secondary. I think, and then yeah losing Kendall Adams wide wide receivers because they still haven't proved anything even though I have hope for them then secondary then linebackers then quarterback then offensive line
2: yeah I think that's fair I'm down
1: with that so that's where I'm at um so, this is the Bryce show. He has quite a few. Bryce has a couple. million questions. I love Bryce. <laughs> uh, what is your opinion on Thursday night Big 12 game next year? It's been a while since we've done a Thursday night Which game. Which one do we, play? Who uh, do we play? TCU at home. We could win that. Yeah. I mean, I, I like night games. Uh, we didn't have a home night Big 12 game, I don't feel like. So yeah, I'm going to be. I don't mind Thursday. You know night games.
2: what? I'm, I'm going to be really excited for that game, actually, um, because we haven't had a freaking night game at home it seems like, for so long. Um, and I'm excited to see – I don't know where that sits on the schedule, but I'm excited to see how Kleiman does that pregame because there's going to be hype surrounding that game, I think.
1: Bryce also asked "Did either of you guys watch the North Dakota State semifinal game, what was the most exciting thing you saw? What was the most nerve-wracking thing you saw? I watched it, but I, w- I was not excited or nerve wracked about it Fact <laughs> of the matter is, like things are going to change. You can't. You can't. We're not North Dakota pro- State. Yeah, we're not North Dakota State. You can't be projecting their stuff onto us. So.
2: Um, I liked that they had wheat on their helmet. Yeah, that was that cool. was nice. Is that like does North Dakota State have a lot to do with wheat or North Dakota?
1: Maybe I don't know. It seems
2: like c- too cold for that, but maybe not. Maybe not. Um, yeah, nothing really. I I watched like maybe 5 minutes of it so I can't appropriately comment but I did like their wheat.
1: I I watched the entire game but again I'm not going to do anything too crazy. Uh, More
2: the mostly what I liked was just seeing Chris Kleiman, like just I just watched how he behaved and I liked seeing like his interviews. That's out. That's it. Otherwise otherwise you can't really take anything from watching a completely different program. I mean they're not going to be us. They're they're the cream of the crop of their division and where they're at so it's completely different.
1: At Blake Morris asks, now that seems like Siler and Klein and Brat are on the staff. Who else would you like to see retained? Well, I mean, at this point, I think we can definitively say when it comes to coaches, no one is being retained. Right. Um, there might be some GAs, support staff that are kept on. Um, but it's no one. We are pretty confident in saying that. So we will move on to the next question. I'm happy with who was retained, though. I'll say that. Yep, I agree. Uh, Bryce is back. He says, what do you expect out of the Big 12 teams through the remainder of basketball season? Who's the biggest surprise? Um, only thing I'm surprised about is Texas Tech just reloading and being as good as they are. I thought they were going to take a step back, but in all reality they might have taken another step forward.
2: Yeah, Chris Beard, that was a phenom hire. He's a great coach. I think we're going to get swept by them.
1: Yes, I'm afraid of that. (laughs) Which sucks. We'll we'll see what happens when they come to the doom. Um, Bryce asks, compare our current basketball roster to Christmas movies. Oh, that's Uh, hard. Barry Brown is Christmas Vacation, uh, Cream of the Crop. Um, Dean Wade is... Miracle on 34th Street, you know, you think it's going to be great, but just doesn't quite end up living up to the hype. Uh, Cam Stokes is The Night Before. Uh, It's a modern classic that a lot of people hate, uh, but I like it, and I feel like I'm (laughs) the only one who likes that movie. Uh, Xavier Sneed is, hmm, Xavier Sneed, Polar Express, you know. A very good movie. Uh, probably doesn't get mentioned with some of the best ones. Consistently reliable. Yeah, consistently pretty good. Consistently reliable. Yeah, I agree. Um, McCall Maywean, <laughs> he is the Santa Claus 2. You know, Santa Claus 1 is probably the best. And you think to yourself, oh, yeah, you know, Santa Claus 2, this is going to be real good. and It is good, but maybe not quite as good as you thought, uh, but definitely better than Santa Claus 3. James Love third is Santa Claus 3. Just... <laughs> Meh, whatever, um, I'm trying to think. This is a hard Cartier, question to answer, yeah, like on the spot. Cartier Jada is how the Grinch stole Christmas. It's actually a more quiet movie. Not a lot of dialogue. He's a more quiet guy, but <laughs> man, it's one of my favorites.
0: I watched that for
2: the first time the other day.
1: Really? Yeah, I love the animated the, version. The, no, the okay, Jim well, Carrey can, one. No, that one sucks. I hated we it. You need to see the animated version. It's amazing. Have I hit all the starters?
2: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Hit okay. Cam, Barry, Dean, Cardi, and Dex. Mike
1: McGurl is...
2: Oh, this, I'll be interested to hear this one.
1: Mike McGurl is... The Holiday... You know, a lot of people like that movie, and I understand why people like <laughs> that movie, but I'm not quite sold on it. Sean Neal Williams is Hallmark Christmas movies. There's a time and place for them, um, but right now is not that time. Or Did he place. get in yesterday? Oh, yes, okay. a little at the very end. Okay. Um, Trice is the episode of the office where uh, it's uh, Pensil- Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas the office episode you know there there's some fun stuff about it but only in you know a lot shorter short spurts so that's what I got
2: <laughs> I there's no way I'm gonna be able to go through and get any like different answers <laughs> to the roster that's such a hard question but I I piggyback off you that's pretty good yeah
1: um, Chandler uh-huh. Riley asks, how much money was spent in 2018 on beers of the pod? Have you reached out to any breweries or companies to get free beer? I think we've gotten some free beer. Um, how much
2: money was spent?
1: Let's on, see here. Well, he said on beers,
2: on beer, right? So let's see. Let's see here. We've done how many episodes? I texted you this the other day. Like we've done probably f- 50, around
1: sixty. Episodes. Sixty now.
2: So let's say had a beer, 40, of those. forty of those. We had a beer. Um, on average, a beer, we'll just say probably costs six bucks if we bought it in person. But that's not true because a lot of them like were at home. Yeah. So
1: we'll just say a hundred bucks.
2: Yeah, that's probably fair.
1: Cause it, well, actually, it's probably more than that because we picked up all of Reggie and Ian's beers. So let's say two hundred well, bucks. Well, I'm
2: just saying, oh, well, we spent a decent amount of money drinking like on beer. total. Oh, yeah. but if it's just, it was just beers beer in the, the pot, So yeah. if it's a single beer, you know, let's say five bucks, five times 40, 200 bucks.
1: Yeah. 200
2: Sounds bucks. Cool. There you go. Uh, t- t-
1: t- Bryce is back. Uh, resetting expectations based on Dean's oh. injury. What do you expect out of this basketball season? What would be a great outcome? I'm expecting us to finish fourth in the big 12, seven seed, losing the round of 32. What would be great finishing top two and making it to the second weekend?
2: Honestly, um, my expectations are f- pretty similar. Um I know we made some bullish <laughs> predictions before the season, but in reality I've always kind of felt like this team is probably third best in the Big 12 and all I wanted to see out of the season was um, you know, I didn't think we were going to win any win the conference or anything. I don't think we we're going to win the Big 12 tournament, but what I wanted to see was a major improvement on our seed, so I just wanted wanted basically a consistently decent season where we have maybe we finish top three in the Big Twelve and get maybe like a five or six seed. I think that would be great for us. That doesn't really change that much, honestly. I still think that that's possible, but you know, we're gonna have to improve in the big games this year. Um, we can't get swept by the top three. Can't go zero for six. You gotta you gotta compete. You gotta be good on the road. Um, I kind of see us at best in the conference twelve and six. I don't think that changes much with Dean because, you know, Dean is can be kind of a passenger. I don't know if he's going to – you know, he's got all the talent in the world. He's got a high ceiling. But I don't think that Dean takes us – I don't think Dean carries us to, to a conference title by any means. So doesn't really change much for me.
1: Next question from Bryce. After the Chiefs loss on Thursday night, how do you feel about the remainder of the season? Who do you think will be the biggest challenge for the Chiefs? To beat down the stretch. I mean, there's only two games. and Pretty nervous about tonight. Yeah, if we beat Seattle tonight, tonight being Sunday as we're taping it, you win that, you're the one seed throughout. So, I mean, I think it's them. Tonight's huge. Tonight's a huge. Is it tonight? Yeah. Today's Sunday. Sunday night, yeah. That's a big game. Even if you lose, I mean, all you have to do is beat the Raiders and you're the one seed. I'm not – I mean – no offense, we'll Bryce, be this was not one of your best questions. <laughs> uh, Chandler's back. Congrats on starting the pod in 2018. Always love listening to your episodes. What have been your favorite moments so far, episode guest, topic to cover, any big plans for 2019? Well, I think at the end of basketball season, we will have a full-on, like, award show. <laughs> That'll be voted on by the Boneheads. Grant and I will just do the nominations. But um, my favorite episode so far – um the three the three of them were interviewing Gene Ta- Taylor Bruce Weber and I really enjoyed Dad Pod um mm-hmm. which those are the guests and then shout out to all the guests I love you all topic to cover um just the ongoing stuff with Bill Snyder and the coaching search um it was the single biggest topic that we talked about <sighs> this year
2: Ugh. I'm just glad that's over honestly um favorite guest I mean I love all the guests Um, Bruce was really fun. That was great. Um, meeting Bruce Weber was just a great time. He's, he's hilarious in person. I was like really nervous for the gene pod. Honestly, I was, I enjoyed that a lot and it felt like we took a huge step going forward that day, but it was, I was like legitimately nervous. I don't know how much I actually enjoyed that one. Um, dad pod was great. You know what I really enjoyed was episode one covering Kentucky, um, 'Cause I put a lot of work into that one and it was fun just that little stretch, you know, when we just said fuck it and we went to the Elite Eight, that was great just starting off. Um so we might have to we're gonna have to travel again and do some on site pods.
1: Well, it's a lot tougher now that we have to bring equipment. <laughs> it's but true, we'll, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure we'll, it out. We'll,
2: if they're if they're driving, um yeah, that was like I mean, we started off on an app and it was like pretty awesome actually like it was shitty but super super convenient you could just have your phone and put your headphones in and we could just talk which was which was very
1: nice for traveling but we'll get a couple on site next year probably we'll try uh bryce asks are you guys considering going to frisco for the fcs championship game no next <laughs> no if you got another one from bryce if you got to only change one song off the current pre-game playlist which song would you change and what music would you change it to same question for third down music. I don't know. I have no idea, but uh, well, I, I don't know add, what the playlist I'm, is. Yeah, I would add Mo Bamba and take out.
2: Uh, I would add maybe Purple Lamborghini. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, then I would do the same for third down. But
2: there's so many. Like, I mean, there's a million choices it be that the you should add. Players'
1: choices. Fans should have zero say in the pregame music. Neither should right. coaches. It yeah, should all be the players. So Agreed. Uh, Bryce, are either of you still in your fantasy football playoffs? No. If so, no. is the player? No. That's – sorry, Bryce. <sighs> Bryce, you're getting
2: shut up. What out. are five oh.
1: winter beers that are out right now that most people don't know about? No. That's too hard. Again, five? Come on, man. How about one? I'll do one I, I that like – Shocked me
2: actually that I had the other day. It was Sam Adams Winter Lager. Dude, it was delicious. The Sam
1: Adams Winter Sampler is actually really good. Uh, Fizzy Wig Ale, uh, you know, they have a chocolate bock. I mean, you think Sam Adams, whatever. I mean, that's a great sampler. Uh, and then just any of the Christmas, literally anything that says Christmas beer, nutcracker ale, any of those are all good. Shiner, Holiday Cheer, uh, they're all good. Um, getting ready for Big 12 <laughs> Basketball. Who is your referee dream crew? No, referees don't matter. Higgins is a good ref. They're
2: all fine. They're all fine. There's Everyone no is different. Every ref is. Uh, I mean,
1: there are differences. Influenced but
2: yeah. by the home crowd, regardless of where you are. Yeah. Uh, we not play Ku and in, in, uh in Bramlage, and we more often than not have far more calls against them. So, like you know, that's yeah. a, it's right. it's always influenced by the home crowd. It doesn't matter where you t- are.
1: I don't want to talk about referees Bryce asked this is a better one football target for 2020 who's the number one guy you want them to go get uh Turner Corcoran from Free State or Kai Thomas from uh Topeka High
2: mine would be Turner Corcoran for sure because he's a super super high profile guy and that would be uh like a huge statement getting a guy a huge statement getting a local guy especially out of Lawrence it'd be another head-to-head win against Les Miles which would be great and it would that's it that's that's a, a must-get, I think.
1: <coughs> Jed Henson asks, wait, do one of you have a beagle? Uh, um, partially. A beagle? He's a partially.
2: definitely a part beagle. I actually responded to this guy okay. on Twitter. Um, he sent me a nice picture of his beagle. Um, she, she was very cute. There we go. I think He's not full beagle, but I think he's part Brittany too, so I don't know.
1: Paint it purple three. Have you asked KSU football if Coach Clyde will do the pod? After January fifth. Hashtag stay tuned. Oh, baby. Uh the lazy Wayne band asks, What's your over under days, weeks, months on when Coach Kleiman will say damn? I think he says damn all the time.
2: Yeah, probably. And we'll see it on camera. I don't know. He he likes dang, but I'm sure he says it a lot. I mean he said the, he said ass, so Yeah. I'm sure he, he said ass it. in the very first video he ever put out, so
1: uh, David G underscore 1392. Something I've wondered since following y'all. Why do you call your listeners boneheads? I think S.L. Keck was the one who actually said that we should call our listeners the it boneheads. It was me. I said boneheads
2: first and then you were like, oh, I don't no, know that, about that. That's
1: actually true. Time out. That is 100% true. Grant said that. I was like, I don't think this we is should funny. Call actually. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't think we should call our fans the Boneheads. And then S.L. Keck was like, w- you should call us the Boneheads. So I just kind of went with it. So that is actually 100% true, and I'm sorry for trying to take okay. that away from Grant. It's all right. Um, so it's just something funny. I think they've embraced it. So
2: Well, it also it's kind of like dog. It has something to do with yeah. slightly a dog bone. I don't know, but they're Boneheads. It's fun.
1: They're, they're all Boneheads. Um, Harrier Cat says, back in 2014 – or so, I was still hearing Snyder Loyalists blame Ron Prince for the sad say of our roster and overall talent. How long do you expect it to take Coach Klinman to build a reasonable roster in depth? Three years. Yeah, it's going to take
2: three I years. mean, it's it takes pretty much three years anywhere in a football program, at minimum, to kind of really see a coach's footprint. So, three, that's for sure.
1: Derek Fleur – Ask, can we all agree eggnog is trash? Thanks guys. I've never I had was,
2: it. You know, I was going to say this earlier when we were talking about the best Christmas drink I was I don't know what eggnog tastes like and nah. I was going to say that I'm going to do it this year. I think it probably is good. I mean, people love it. Is it like know, sweet? I don't know. I'm I
1: might grab like a carton of is eggnog it, and then
2: get some brandy. Don't you put like you put like whiskey in it, no, right? Or brandy just, or rum. Okay, rum, that makes sense. And it I don't you know. Don't Maybe I'll... I mean, my dad has drinks it occasionally. I'll try I, it. I'm I sure it's fine.
1: That. I might do it. I'll do it. Uh, when do you think we'll see the Lavenders again? Um, a Big 12 game? I don't yeah. know. I'm actually a little surprised they didn't rock them yesterday in the Sprint Me Center. Me Just too. Me too. going to happen in the Sprint Center.
2: Um, I don't soon. know. Hopefully
1: soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, favorite, this that was from Literally K. Um, another literally K. Who were the candidates for the job when we hired Ron Prince? How have their careers gone? Uh, Brent Venable's, Gary Patterson.
2: I'd say their both their careers have yeah, gone very good. very well.
1: Um, thank you, literally K. You're one of the best question a- answers or askers. Have a merry Christmas, bud. Uh, C <laughs> underscore Enrad favorite Sherlock Holmes story. If none favorite BBC Sherlock episode. I don't do anything Sherlock.
2: Me either. I don't know Sherlock at all. Um,
1: That's it. I don't, I don't think do You know, I've heard more. that it's
2: pretty good. Isn't there a show with Benedict Cumberbatch? I, I don't he know. He plays Sherlock. Maybe. I've heard it's, like, really good. Um, I just don't watch but it. But I don't really watch it. I watched part of uh, – yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No idea.
1: Sorry. Uh, Rob in Kentucky, what are your top five sports podcasts? Uh, Bosco's Boys. For sure. The KSO Show. I like part of my take. I know you don't like it, them. Um, let's see. I would say sports question mark with Katie Nolan. And huh. solid verbal. It's a college football podcast. Those are my five.
2: Um, One, Bosco's boys is, you know, it's my favorite. Number one. I think they're the really bullet. good. Uh, number two would definitely be KSO. That's the one that I listen to more than any other sports podcast. And then three, a very close third, would be Arscast It's and just an Ars- then my Arsenal podcast. And then Ars- the Arsenal Vision, I guess. I don't listen to any sports podcasts, only K-State and Arsenal. I and then like
1: the London F- is Blue is a very good Chelsea occasionally podcast. Occasionally I
2: listen to Talkin' Touches. Um, oh, yeah. I think they're pretty good. Sporting K-State um,
1: podcast, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, I guess that's my top five. But, I, you know, it really comes down to the top
1: three. <laughs> uh, Blake Morse is back in there. How are the boys feeling with more than half the fa- staff filled? How do you feel about Venables probably being the DCLB coach? Not happening with Venables, although we were joking about that yesterday at Johnny's. Um, I'm, I'm all right with the staff. Uh, slightly underwhelmed with the offensive staff. Hopeful with the defensive staff.
2: I kind of feel the same way. Slightly underwhelmed um, offensively. I think our defensive staff is going to be pretty darn good. Uh, um, yeah, that's pretty much – that's that.
1: Chef Andre Napier, what are your thoughts on Seth Latrell getting smacked in his bowl game? <laughs> we already kind of touched on it. I mean, I I don't wish ill upon the guy. Um,
2: I Honestly, I don't even – really I literally don't know who is. Seth Luttrell is. Oh, like, okay. I don't, uh, I don't know why Andre people are asking Napier about Chef Andre Napier
1: also asked, do you think Kleiman uses a ride mower or push – he has someone else doing his yard yeah. yard work. He's he too busy recruiting.
2: He doesn't mow, but if he did, he'd have a sick rider, for sure. And he would mow with his shirt off, but have that like that one hat on. Oh yeah, uh, the bucket hat. The bucket hat.
1: Chef Andre Napier also asked mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten, how mad are you if we see no unis next year? Uh, two. Uh, it's it's a tough turnaround. If we get them sweet, if not not gonna I'll be
2: slightly that. disappointed but knowing that they are coming on knowing that they're on the horizon is it's nice. I just want to see some. I just want some swag back in the in the in the car- I want some swag in the the behavior. I don't really we can wear our freaking uniforms now. That's I just want to be good again. That's all I want.
1: K State KC ass and hey, thanks for coming out to Johnny's. Had fun hanging out with you. Yeah, that guy What's is up? like the nicest yeah.
2: guy in the he's, world. He's a great. He's great.
1: What's the most you've ever paid for a sandwich? Bonus? Was it worth it? I think I paid twenty-two dollars for a steak sandwich in a hotel once. That's pretty good. Sandwich? Yeah, but it wasn't worth it. Does a it.
2: burger count as a sandwich? Yes. Hmm. Probably. A, it's got to be a burger for me. Then I don't know though. This is a that's a hard question. I mean, it's not that hard, but well, this I really is, want to answer it accurately. But who knows? Well, probably a burger. Just come back. Fifteen to it bucks later. for like a burger. Who knows?
1: Uh, Chef Andre Napier also asked if you could have only one. Would you rather have eight different uniform combos, and eight one season next season, or top eight recruiting class next season, top eight recruiting uh, class, top eight, one hundred percent, not even close. Yeah,
2: not even close. I would. Like, if we had a top eight recruiting class, yeah, I would lose gonna my be, mind.
1: You are going to get more than just one eight one season from that.
2: So. And that's what going to be for our twenty twenty class. Yeah. that's a huge class. That's a massive class. So we need that
1: top eight recruiting class. Not even close. Uh, Paint it purple. asks, do you feel bad for Austin? To try shooting free throws. He looks like he is really trying or fed up and wishes he never saw the court. Question uh, mark. I don't feel bad for him. I think he's either going to figure it out or he doesn't. Um, but he still brings a lot to the table. I don't feel bad for him though.
2: No, I don't. I mean, he should. If anything, I feel bad for me having to watch him shoot those free throws. Oh, he should stop. be working. He should be better at shooting free throws. That's what I wow.
1: think. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mike Smith. Mike. Come on, Mike. Mike.
2: God damn you, Mike.
1: Mike. If you could only have one present uh, this holiday season, what would it be? I, uh, I'd i want these things called a U-keg. Uh, it's basically a growler that has CO2 in it, and it you pull the tap, and it –
2: is that a monthly subscription thing? No, no. It's There's like a, six,
1: it's two, I'm hoping to get two, it, they're like actual growlers, and they come with CO2 cartridges.
2: That's cool. Yeah. There's like this monthly beer thing that That'd I was cool. listening to, I was listening to another podcast, and I can't remember what it was called, but they send you like a little, a different, I guess it's a keg, I don't necessarily, it's kind of like a Keurig, but it's beer, and they send you different like draft beers uh, a month. I don't know about that. And it sounds interesting. I don't know though. Uh, I don't want that though. I was just just commenting. What is one thing that I would want? That's a hard question because I get you know I don't know what I want every year. I think of stuff all year, and then when the time comes to ask for stuff, I like can't remember. So putting me on the spot is hard. I just take a lot of, a large sum of money. How about that?
1: Well, Dubois, the Dubois theorem, oversimplifying, <laughs> but what's one thing eSport sport needs right now uh, for the next season to be a success or failure? Uh, that is super simplifying uh for football it would be to consistently score in the thirties <laughs> for basketball it would be to consistently score in the seventies for baseball, be elite at pitching volleyball, get high quality wins. This is a
2: hard i mean it's vague you just can't yeah i think you have to be very vague here,
1: yeah, so I was vague.
2: Yeah, I, just, I don't think there's really much I can add to that. Um, I think scoring in the 30s is fair for football. You're, we're going to have to score. I don't know. Who cares? Good answer. I'll, you can take that
1: one. Mr. Dubois also asked, uh, NBA or NHL team, and any good ideas for some creative Kansas City names? I think we've done this before. We have. I would say NHL and the Kansas City Ranchers. I like
2: that. Um I'd be, I wouldn't be. I would be, like, cowboy. super opposed if it was NBA just being the Kings, being, bring back the Kansas City Kings.
1: It would be tough unless Sacramento. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, is he asking if we prefer one or
1: the other? Yeah, NBA or NHL. I it's can't decide. NHL. No, it's definitely NHL. Teams can actually win the NHL. Like, the novelty of an NBA team would wear off really fast if they weren't. It's going.
2: true. I don't think I would go to many games. No, I
1: would go to almost all of the hockey I would I would go to maybe one or two NBA games a year.
2: I would probably like be a go mental at NHL games. I it'd would be a great, be great
1: hockey fan. Yeah. NHL. Uh Greg KSU ten twenty seven. I wish you'd go back to being big house Greg, but as what <laughs> big is Big House Greg. Uh do you call Terrence Newman or Ben Lieber to be on Coach Clyde's staff? No. Terrence Newman Come is on, going b- to coach on, in the Greg. NFL. Ben Lieber is a you know a media mogul now, so mm-hmm. no.
2: I don't understand. Like, I've seen a lot of people tweeting about trying to get Terrence Newman on staff, and it's like, I mean, he's coaching in the he NFL. He just started coaching. First of all, just because just because players are were elite doesn't make them elite coaches. I mean, he's going. He's got a lot of work to do before I would want him. You know, on our staff, I love Terrence Newman. That's then he,
1: and Greg also asked about Arthur Brown Jr. So, I mean, no, guys make just have folks coach for a little bit first yeah and like
2: God. exactly i being an elite player doesn't mean you're going to be able to just translate into being a great coach immediately
1: <clears throat> Nelia one says our guys look extremely confident inside the sprint center on saturday night do you see that carrying over into big 12 play yes 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 uh two questions left uh to wrap up this year on the podcast sf wildcats one asks what K State All Star did not show up at your pre Vandy party that you wish would have. Um the <laughs> birthday boy Brogan Berry. Yeah, that would've been nice.
2: I would have loved to see Ian Campbell, but I didn't I mean he I think he would have come if he wasn't out of town, but uh I don't know. It was nice to see everybody. Yeah. Clint it, it, Clint's always reliable. He's I love he's Glenn. come I've seen Glenn's him three different dude. times,
1: so he's great. They're all good dudes. And then finally from guest of the show big al oh three four what's Bosco's boys New year's resolution the show not you guys personally mm for me I think uh to continue to just grow the show by getting big time guests and uh, you know we're not professionals but just taking everything in like a more professional manner getting more people in the Bosco's boys uh you know doghouse I I think we can continue to grow this thing. I think it is a very, you know, of, something that K State fans have come to. I, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time folks would come up and say something about Bosco's Boys to me, I'd have enough for probably like two or three beers of the pod.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, New Year's resolution for the show. I don't know, maybe improve equipment a little bit. Um, I. Maybe you aren't hungover
1: for half the shows. Hey,
2: I've held up my end here. Um, half the shows. Come on, I've been almost pretty hungover for like em, two of them. almost every
1: Sunday show, you're like, oh, in I'm season. hungover! Ha ha ha! And all the Boneheads are like, man, does Grant have a drinking problem?
2: No, I don't. I've actually like not been drinking very much at all recently. But um, I want to, I don't know, just keep bringing in and bring in some different guests. Um, there's certainly some people out there that I definitely want to talk to. Um, you know, stay tuned in that regard. I want to travel a little bit more and maybe, just maybe, we could get, uh, press pass for a certain day of the year, which would be really, really, really fun. Yeah, I think,
1: well, we'll just say, I think we're hoping to get big 12 media press passes which would be ridiculous for For football yeah Yeah, that would be great so stay tuned it should be fun um grant let's wrap it up um 2018 saw the birth of bosco's boys i hope 2019 takes it to the next i want to personally wish you a very merry christmas a happy new year can't wait to see what happens in the future to the boneheads, I love you unconditionally. Every single one of you, except for the weirdos, uh, y- y'all are yeah. N- don't love you guys, um, but to the normal <laughs> ones, love you unconditionally. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Give your loved ones a hug and a kiss. Uh, have a, have a safe New Year's. I don't want to hear anything tragic from Bonehead Nation. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. Go cats.
2: Couldn't have said it better. Happy New Year to everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays, whatever you're celebrating out there. Enjoy your time with family and friends. Um, we'll be back after the New Year. Starting us pretty hot with a nice episode, a nice big episode that we're excited about. Um, thanks everyone who's listened. We wouldn't be anything without you guys. Um, can't believe that we have such a big following. It's kind of, kind of funny, but we'll keep trying to bring... Bring the content. We love you. Meet me at the cathead.
0: We wish you a little-